0: Found the Tube Knots. This is episode 7. AMOG. That was JT Bruce with Admiralty. If you like them, Alta Vista. Thanks for tuning in guys. This is episode seven of the tube knots and it's uh, totally centered around community created content this week. Um, and accordingly, our news is all player content related. Um, the first news item I'd like to bring up is the PMOG Olympics. Uh, enrollment is open now and you can check the forums for information about that. Um, some of the events that I think are being planned are portal racing where people are going to see who can get through 25 portals the fastest. Um, Mine clearing, who can clear mines off their armor the fastest. Uh, I think it's a fun idea. What do you guys think?
1: I think it sounds like a lot of fun.
2: Yeah, it's going to be funny to see, like, people beating each other's scores and see who Mm -hmm. will be the Michael Phelps of Pima.
0: Yeah. And I guess, like, they could put, like, a crate at the end of the portals and whoever loots the crate, I guess, is the winner. Oh, I, yeah. that's how
3: that I think that
0: I think that's fun. Snow, can you think of events?
3: I can't think of any events now. I can't wait for the winter of P-Mog Olympics. <laughs> <way>. <laughs> <laughs> that's my domain.
0: Armor losing. <laughs> I think St- that'll be fun. St.
1: Nick skiing. That would be, be awesome. awesome Cross-country <laughs> Yeah. <laughs>
0: oh well, that's fun um but definitely go to the p Mog olympics thread and sign up for that and you might uh take home the p gold i guess we need to come up with a national anthem don't we Ooh, yeah. for the ex-principality of sea land <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry that's a little in joke for the irc thread okay let's go to the next news item and this is not something i know much about so i'm gonna hand it off to pixie low you want to talk a little bit about p-risk
1: uh sure i'm I'm not exactly sure what I can um add to last week's podcast, but um we've had where's one the game at right now? uh we're still on adding reinforcements each team gets um thirteen reinforcement teams in addition to their original seven teams for a total of twenty uh armies wow yeah yeah it's been it's been pretty drawn out because you have to wait for people to
2: get online and to take their turn and to, you know, argue about the rules and stuff. But it is finally coming along. It's yeah, we on, have one
1: change in leader for the Bedouins, but that seems to be working itself out pretty easily. So we should get back on track in terms of final reinforcement selection within the next few days. And Go then, Dennis. yeah, hopefully within a couple of weeks.
0: Yeah, and if Zeus imposes like really strict time like guidelines, I'm sure it'll it'll work out fine because it sounds like it's really it's really involved. But I think he can handle it if he just you know puts very specific deadlines and adheres to them.
1: Yeah, I mean five yeah. minutes once a day. I really I I don't think that it needs much more attention than that. I mean I certainly haven't paid much more attention than that to it.
0: Mm-hmm. And if you if you don't pay five minutes a day, then maybe you don't even deserve to play. <laughs> <laughs> you deserve to be overtaken by the by the portal, the seers.
2: <laughs> Is that the team that you're supporting?
0: I don't know, maybe.
2: We should make t-shirts. I see you when you're sleeping.
0: Lord, you wanna bring up the radio play?
2: Um, yeah. Town Dev had a really great idea to do on this podcast um, a two part radio play kind of like the old-fashioned dramas where they'd have voice actors and all the great sound effects and stuff, but written and read by the community. And so I think that would be so great.
0: I think that would be fun, but we need some help from you, the p community. If anyone um, has a, a gift or just a passion or some spare time to do some writing or voice acting, we would love for you to get involved. So send us an email at knots at gmail.com. Um, and we'll get back to you, and we would love any input. Even if you have an idea for a story, um, we're trying to shoot for uh, P-Mog-themed fiction. So, I don't know. Run with it. That's all we have. It's the only guideline we have. Well, I guess we're pretty light on news this week. Um, so why don't we take a little musical break, and in just a moment, we'll be talking about even more player-created content in our weekly uh, roundtable panel discussion. See you soon.
2: Hit it, Tom
1: Dad
4: i <laughs> 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 <laughs>
0: That was JT Bruce with Instrumental Section. Aren't they good? Welcome back, guys. I hope you enjoyed the little musical break. Now it's time for our panel discussion. Um, The title of this discussion is AMOG, standing for Actively Multiplayer Online Game. We're going to be talking about all of the active involvement of the community in sort of bringing new layers to this game. Um, I think perfect examples of this can be seen in Zeus's Zeus's effort to build a P-Mog empire through uh, his lottery, through P-Risk, um, and other projects he's getting involved with. I've heard he's getting involved with the P-Mog Olympics. So we're just going to be talking about how we feel about these efforts, um, you know, what we can learn from these efforts, and what they mean to the game. <laughs> Ellie Hall, do you want to say a little bit about your your uh, thoughts on this issue?
2: Um, Sure. Uh, I think that this is one of my favorite aspects of PMOG because I'm really not that active a a quote-unquote player. Like, I don't do a lot of tool stuff, and I make a couple of missions every once in a while, but I'm not, like, all over everything. And that's the point. But I also am really drawn to, you know, making friends in the community and participating and see what people are creating and so I'm I'm more willing to devote my time to that than to sitting there clicking away all the time. So I find it really fun. It's, it's probably the best thing that keeps me hanging around, you know?
3: Mm-hmm. What about you, Snow? Well, um, I was kind of just more curious as to why p attracts the kinds of people that makes these things. I mean... I tried to touch on it a little bit in my mission about um, magic and language where, um, I mean, the title of the company itself, Game Layers, says so much about what they're trying to do. I mean, they made a game out of the whole Internet, and that's fine. But then there's these people that come in and they make, you know, entirely different games on top of this game, and it's just getting crazy. Game
0: Layer Layers. Yeah.
3: <laughs> game Meta Layers or something. <laughs> but it's totally cool.
0: What's your favorite... uh your favorite community effort to make the game more involved?
3: My kind of little favorite one is the shoat fishing one just because it's so devious. <laughs> <laughs> and also I got kind of a personal attachment to it because I saw a little bit of a sneak preview of the code behind it before yeah. he actually made the mission. Cool. But mm.
1: what,
0: what are your thoughts on the matter?
1: Um... I always enjoy it. I thought that, that the community is really active because the basic passivity of the game just requires that, the, you know, you can add as much content as you want. You can make missions, you can play the games, you can watch the games, and you can meet other people. Um, but yeah, I mean, the whole process of, of making missions is, create, is cr- you know, content creation. So you're already being active in that respect, not necessarily as passive as if you're just taking missions. That's what makes it fun.
0: Yeah, I agree. I with Laura, I don't really do that much of like play I don't. I use some. I use a lot of portals, I'll admit. But otherwise, I don't really do a lot of tool usage. Um, but the community, I'm really more. Uh, I participate more in that community, and obviously, I do this podcast, which is another, I think, extension of the theme. Yeah, um, absolutely. Sure. But I would love it if. If the PMONG trustees would sort of, you know, look at some of the ideas and some of the, some of the uh, efforts that the community is bringing to the table and incorporated those into the, into the game proper. And one, one thing I talked to the tube knots about earlier was the idea of Chaos Week, which I think was a rousing success. I mean, and by that, I mean I had 200 minds on my profile. Um, <laughs> all my tags got erased like four times, but uh, it was a lot of fun. Like, I don't think anyone can deny that it was irritating, but it was fun, and you you know you had fun putting five Saint Nicks on all your acquaintances, and I'd like it <laughs> if if uh, you know, the trustees would work some kind of story into Piedmont where like a development or like, you know, in the in the uh, the Alliance for Safe Traveling, you know there was a development with the Bedouins, and so armor is either cheaper in the shop or you get more tool usage out of using armor or just like sort of events like that. Maybe a mission, a message of the day would pop up and uh, have a little message about that, and then it would sort of influence tool use in certain directions just to sort of, uh, you know, add another, another layer of, of interaction to it, add another layer of fantasy to it. Um, I think that would be fun um, because I think... I think the whole point of Mong was to put, like, a fantasy layer on top of the regular internet. And I think it would be cool if they sort of, like, you know, put some, put some uh, history to the fantasy, you know. Because yeah. I love the, like, fake advertisements on, those, on the homepage, you know, for, like, for better <laughs> wins and stuff like that. And I would like it if they took that a step further and incorporated it into, um, you know, more involvement in the game.
2: Yeah, that's interesting because it can still remain passive in that, like, when you read about economic developments, you make a choice in the same way that you would pick a tool you to use. Right. You know, so I think it would add a little more
0: development. Yeah, I would add more variety day to day too. I think maybe even like you know the better the Bedouin Guild has decided to make armor available to all associations between the- these hours or something like that. You know. Yeah. Interesting. Sort of little opportunities.
1: Regardless of level.
2: Yeah. Well, thank you guys. Uh, That is our roundtable discussion for this episode. And thank you for joining us. We'll have a brief musical break now.
0: That was Lucid by J.T. Bruce, and this is What nicked Zeus's Minds.
4: Well, Pemag has been live for a few months now. People from all over the world have joined up in order to surf better. What does this mean? This means that the larger Pemag gets, the more likely somebody will join who just gets under my skin. Someone who, for lack of a better term, really nicks my mind. What's been bothering me recently? Sheep. No, not lamb chops. Those I'm good with. They're too tasty. Not even the other kind of lamb chops. I used to love that show as a kid, even though Charlie Horse always ticked me off. In no way I'm even talking about the animal. They're too useful. They help keep us warm. They help us break our insomnia. I mean, they can even teach a pig how to be a sheepdog. How cool is that? None of that. I'm talking metaphorical here, as in sheep. One who unquestionably follows others and gives up all uniqueness in order to fit in with a herd. This can be a good thing if you're on the lamb, Pung completely intended, or happen to be named Spartacus, but in any other case, it's not. Well, unless, of course, you were the wolf in sheep's clothing, but that's a completely different matter. Those of you who are still listening are probably wondering, okay, okay, so what's this got to do with pomog? And rightly so, you should ask, considering that this whole segment started with me talking about Pomog, and if I didn't have a point coming along sooner or later, then something was probably very, very wrong. Well, other than being an awesome game by Starry Ice, sheepism, that's right, it's a disease, can be found in multiple places in Pomog. Whether we're talking about webcomic commissions, does anyone still take those? Or mini-city portals, that's what we call an homage. These are all things which people see others do, and they think, hey, I can do that too. And they follow along like the good little sheep they are. But don't worry, these two aren't the worst of it. The worst part is that sheepism is affecting the most unique part of Pomog for each of us, namely our avatars. Here we have a chance to post a picture which we want to represent our digital selves in the Pomog community. And what do we do? We begin to let our natural sheep instinct take over and bleed into our pictures. It all began in an era long forgotten. Back when dinosaur comics didn't have a single portal on them. And before the destroyer's minds began global web warming. Back then, one person decided to break all boundaries and unite Pomog under one banner. A banner which all could unite under? Some scoffed at the idea but you no longer hear their criticisms because it worked and it has had a lasting effect even until today. Of course, the only item which everyone could agree with was the meat of kings, the one, the only, bacon. It fits so well with Pomog because, A, it's an awesome meat whose awesomeness is only surpassed by its greatness, and, two, it fit in so well with the idea of short-stripping on minds. Who doesn't enjoy a good cannibalism joke when they hear one? Donner, party of two... The downside to this was that it seeped into avatars all over. All of a sudden, you weren't cool unless you had bacon grease dripping out of your avatar. And no sarcasm here, folks. I still have grease stains on my monitor from it all. It topped off with an avatar which featured Kevin Bacon eating bacon while talking about Sir Francis Bacon. Now that's just too salty for me. And since then, we've seen other avatar fads, such as the monkey fad. So what? You're a monkey. Are you going to start flinging poo now? Or the crown fad. I'll give you a hint, being a king doesn't mean much if you have to share it. But worst of all, now this one takes a cake and that's no lie. The worst sheep following in Pamog are all those shoats who haven't changed their avatars. There's a reason you're called a faceless shoat. It's because without a picture, we don't associate with you as a person, but more as a collective entity. Almost as if you're our lacking individuality, unique character, or distinction. In fact, there's a great word for you, but due to the actions of users of another site, I refuse to use it, and I don't want to associate any promoguers with the actions taken against a certain religious institution founded by L. Ron Hubbard. That being said, if I could use that word, it's what you are, and that's not a good thing. So the point of this is don't fall into the trap of being like everyone else. Stay true to your nature. Make your avatar how you want it. Don't change it to be cool. Change it to be you. Or change it to be Harvey Birdman-themed, because that's cool too and that's what nick zeus's minds thank you for joining us this week
0: if you have any questions or comments you can reach us at tube knots at gmail.com as always this podcast and all material contained herein is released under a creative commons attribution non-commercial share-alike license now to play us out here's tj bruce with dreamt from their album anomalous material see you next week